You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. We're not the suits that talk football, we're the dudes that know football, and you've just crossed over into the Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave, we are the football dudes. Dave, are you ready, brother? Yes, sir. You got that right, my friend. All right, you've just crossed over into the trend zone. Happy belated birthday, America. It's July 5th. We're coming to you from Los Angeles, California. It's a beautiful 68 degrees. Dave, not so beautiful. We're going over to the AFC East, and we're starting in the cellar as we make our way across the NFL, division by division. Let's go ahead and uh, get it started with these New York Jets. They were in fourth place last year, 7-10. and 10. Robert Sala, um, First year there with the Jets, kind of getting the culture turned around. They brought back Buddy Hackett. Oh, wait, no, he's back to Nathaniel Hackett because he's the OC there. Um, and what? why did they go out and get that Hackett, Dave? Oh, maybe they were uh, using him as a carrot to uh, get a nibble. Or a mushroom. A... <laughs> yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> a little Aaron Rodgers had took a bite there, Casey, and uh, now he is replacing Zach with Wilson and the storyline here of the Jets offseason is they got their guy. It's Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, <laughs> that's where it's all at. Can They were a quarterback away, and now they just added a dude who's a multiple MVP of the league. Uh, still hanging on to his prime? Yeah, Jet I mean, he's got that so. cap, but there was that, you know, darkness that clouded this situation for it felt like months. But they finally were able yeah. to figure it out and get him out there. Um, and Jet fan has got to be extremely excited. We saw this team last year have a really good draft under um, new management there and were competitive in a lot of games, beat the Buffalo Bills with Zach Wilson, but it came down to not being able to find a quarterback. And if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, dude, sky's the limit for this squad. Yeah, they gave up a lot for them, but who cares about that if, the, if they're in the playoffs, if they're in the Super Bowl picture? So uh, they can deal with their draft picks that they gave up and compensation and all that. This guy gives them legitimacy. So All right, let's go ahead and hit the 2023 draft. Um, and they went out there, and they, they hit some areas of concern, started with uh, some defensive help, but then uh, grabbed a couple linemen to try to keep uh, – 12 or seven or nine or eight, whatever the hell his number is there in New York upright. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did get maybe uh, squeezed on there. The offensive lineman of their dreams there as they swapped picks with the Packers as part of the compensation and ended up uh, uh, not maybe landing the guy that they had their eyeball on. Instead, they get uh, the guy they say they loved edge, edge rusher, Will McDonald fourth, um, he should obviously be a nice piece added to that Jets defense. But you mentioned the O-line, uh, interior offensive lineman, Joe Tipman. He's considered a plug-and-play lineman, uh, offensive tackle, uh, Carter Warren as well, uh, you know, in the mix there at offensive line. And that's stacking on top of maybe the best uh, draft out of the 2022 season. Time will tell, but yeah. um, if last year was any uh, indication of what's going to happen, this is a special <laughs> draft class, bro. 
Oh, yeah, no doubt. And in last year's, you know, speaking of offensive linemen, Elijah Vera Tucker was in there as well. And, yeah. of course, on that line, Mekhi Becton. I mean, one of the things about this thing is if these guys can all stay healthy, Dwayne Brown is the other le- the left tackle there. If these guys can stay healthy, then they and they come together, and this is going to be a real good unit. Otherwise, that's there's a couple of question marks in there, and they need some guys to come through. Yeah, but let's go ahead and go to the uh, defensive rookie of the year. Got that special sauce Ooh. for the Jets. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, they really did nail it in, in last year's draft with Ma Gardner uh, coming out, and he was every bit what people would hope he would be, uh, just the dominant shutdown-type corner. Uh, they also got, who, and, and it's a, he slipped out of the first round, edge rusher Jermaine Johnson the second there on the defensive side of the football. And then you flip it over to the offensive side in last year's draft, wide receiver Garrett Wilson, uh, phenomenal rookie season, and then r- r- running back Brees Hall uh, until he blew his knee out, man. He was killing it for these guys. So, so much uh, young talent there. Uh, you know, if they can put it together and, and we'll see if how, how much, how healthy Brees Hall is as he's coming back, uh, it's going to be a pretty exciting situation. Yeah, dude, I think Garrett Wilson is just going to destroy the league that, this year. He did pretty yep. well last year, and that was playing quarterback roulette. Now he's got... Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, as long as Rodgers isn't always throwing to Lazard or Randall Cobb, there should be plenty of targets there. <laughs> they also brought over That's McCole right. Hardman, who had some big plays with the Chiefs, but never became that receiver that they had envisioned for him. All the speed in the world, yeah. dude. Lots of end right. around jet sweeps and stuff, but we need to see this guy go vertical. Yeah, and if Andy Reid can't figure out how to use you, then, you know, that's a that's a mystery how, how you know, they just – decided to move on and the chiefs have brought in a ton of dudes uh at, you know at the wide receiver position and they saw him as disposable but like you said he's blazing fast so he gives them that over the top threat yeah and like we mentioned we got the packers east going they went out and got connor mcgovern to help <laughs> on the offensive line there too and guard billy turner um for defense al woods and chuck clark there they lost a handful of players um i guess the most upside i would say would it was probably Elijah Moore that never really fit in with these Jets either. Yeah, and he was he was a pretty high draft pick with a lot of uh, potential, but yeah, it just didn't seem to pan out. Um, so they move on from him and Braxton Berrios as well. But let's talk. You know, it's mostly Casey. Can can this defense, which was fourth overall in both points and yards allowed last season, stay where they were? And it looks like there's no slippage there with Salah in control there. Now again. Were they really just one quarterback away? And if so, they've got it. Yeah, and it seems like it. You know, now you're down 10 to 13 or whatever. You trust Aaron Rodgers to get that drive to put you over the top. Um, yep. Yeah, it's pretty exciting there. All right, Dave, let's go ahead and move it on to the New England Patriots. They were third place, 8-9 and nine last year. Bill Belichick, dude, is some of the sheen starting to come off the greatest coach in the history of coaches? Uh, it does seem that way, Casey. The Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick debate is getting a little bit uh, lopsided here, but we'll see what Bill uh, Belichick can do. Obviously, this offseason, when we look back at last season, maybe his biggest mistake was not really focusing on somebody to to run the offense and develop Mac Jones. After was that wrong? Yeah, was after a phenomenal rookie season, really. Uh, as a pro bowler, Mac Jones really regressed under Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, a hodgepodge of coaches that just didn't have the vision for him. And, um, 
even Zappy got in there and was really threatening for for Jones's job last year and played pretty well. But they just couldn't get continuity at the position. So obviously a huge, huge offseason move, probably the move for this squad is just bringing Bill O'Brien back as the offensive coordinator. Now he's got complete control over that side. Essentially, he's got the vision and he's the guy that's communicating that to Mac Jones. Yeah, fired uh, head coach that was formerly a defensive coordinator, being your OC and your quarterback coach, what could go wrong? But <laughs> yeah. let's go ahead and <laughs> move it forward and looking at the 2023 um, draft class there and kind of like a gem sitting right there for the Patriots with their first pick. Yeah, and arguably the most uh, talented uh, but raw uh, corner or DB of any kind in this draft and Christian Gonzalez. He has just got unbelievable skills. Uh, he just needs some polishing and obviously having Bill Belichick coach you, uh, is got, has got, uh, you know, that's got a lot of good things going on there. So you expect him to develop, uh, into the player that his, you know, that his talent will allow. He should be one of the top corners in the league right off the bat. Also, they bring in edge, uh, in the, in the draft there, edge rusher uh, Keon White, who's expected to make an impact as well as linebacker uh, Marte Mapu uh, earlier uh, in that draft. Yeah, and they go ahead and uh, draft a kicker and a punter, try to overhaul those special teams. And then, Dave, the 2022 draft, um, questionable, strange, perhaps? <laughs> Do, are you referring to guard Cole Strange, Casey? Because if that's the case, then you are absolutely accurate, sir. Um no doubt about it. It was that was a little bit strange indeed. But, um, you know, the, the Patriots kind of do it their way and they seem to always pan out one way or another, whether they miss on a high pick or hit on a lower round draft pick. Uh, but last year also bringing in a wide receiver Tyquan Thornton. He's still a work in progress. Uh, and they uh, also brought in a couple of corners, Marcus Jones and Jack Jones, the Jones brothers, um, maybe. Jack Jones needs to show a little more restraint when he heads over to the airport. Yeah, that would uh, that would go a long way. Um, and like the Patriots aren't really known for spending a huge amount of money in free agency, but that's kind of been the uh, road they've taken the last couple of years and some pretty good signings uh, for this uh, free agent class. Yeah, indeed. They bring in Juju Smith-Schuster um, at wide receiver. Uh, he's still an ascending player. Uh, Mike Gusecki, a very... Um, uh, you know, effective uh, wide receiver slice type of tight, tight end there, a receiving tight end uh, running back, James Robinson. Uh, they got 4 million a year, maybe a little steep for Robinson, but um, add him to the stall of running backs that they they've got there. And then they beefed up the, uh, the offensive line with uh, Riley Reef and Calvin uh, Anderson, uh, a couple of tackles there. So um, a lot of movement up there. Um, and, you know, moving some parts around to see if they can get a little bit more continuity um, on the offensive line in particular. Yeah, and uh, they did lose a, a handful of players there, Jacoby Myers, although they do have a Devontae Parker in that receiving core. Um, the Janu Smith experiment didn't work out. That's why they brought in Jacecki to go um, with Hunter Henry there. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, piece that's still out there has potentially been linked to the Patriots is DeAndre yeah. Hopkins, man. And there is a, a glaring hole perfect for him if he decides to go with the Patriots. 
Yeah, no question about that, dude. He would be a really, really nice, nice man. He obviously becomes their number one immediately. That pushes Schuster uh, down and Parker down, makes them better receivers. And then you talk about, like you mentioned, Hunter Henry and Gusecki at tight end. That's a nice duel. They love to go two tight ends if they could recreate that um, with really effective two tight ends. That seemed like the idea that they had. It just didn't work out with John U. Smith there. Um, and they also... They move on from Damian Harris at, at the running back position, um, you know, but they they restock that uh, with it's going to be Ramondre Stevenson, of course, as well as James Robinson. And they generally tend to give us enough running backs that they devalue them for all fantasy people out there. Uh, you never know which one's going to be featured on any given yeah. week, but they've got a couple of good ones now with Stevenson uh, along with Robinson. So we'll see. Yeah, and this thing, you know, it's much like the Jets. The defense is solid. They're ready to carry a team, but they got to get a little more out of the offense. Uh, maybe Bill O'Brien will be the secret sauce there. Yep. Okay, folks, just wanted to remind you, please subscribe to The Trend Zone, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to The Trend Zone. Thank you very much. All right, let's go down to Southie, baby. The Miami Dolphins, 9-8 and eight last year, second place. Good enough for a wild card game against the Bills, who they split the season series with. But they lost in the playoffs, 34-31. Mike McDaniel, the guru there, um, yep. realized he needed a little help on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, no doubt about it. And there's a solid front with the defense there, but they were really uh, – Shoddy in the secondary where they ranked 27th against the pass last year. They bring in Vic Fangio. He has obviously uh, had enormous success uh, and has many disciples out there in the league. A lot of guys running uh, the Fangio defense, uh, but there's only one Vic Fangio. And this is a really, really nice mix uh, adding him. He's going to be in complete control of the the defense where Mike McDaniels really, really uh, manning that offense and, it's going to be, uh, you know, if Vic Fangio can come in there and just whip this defense, especially that secondary up into shape, ooh, I'll tell you what, because the offense we know can put points on the board. The big question, of course, is can they keep Tua healthy? Because when he is healthy, he was one of the highest rated quarterbacks in the NFL last year. Additionally, unfortunately, when he was out, they were going through other quarterbacks, including Bridgewater and ultimately rookie Skylar Thompson was on the field in big games. So in this offseason, they bring in Mike White, who's had some flashes for the Jets. And in case, uh, you know, uh, of emergency, they're going to go to Mike White and uh, hopefully he can keep the, the offense gelling. Yeah, and hopefully they don't even need to go to White because Tua is yeah. as exciting as it gets and so many weapons on that offense. But uh you know, he's small, and I don't want to say that he is injury-prone, but it is hard to stay alive, dude, when you're that size in the NFL, man. So Yeah, and, and the concussions is a thing. It's not like mm -hmm. a broken ankle or, a, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's the concussions. It's just an area that is such a um, – man, how, you just don't want to mess with it too much, you know. I mean, and, and the, the way he looked after some of those hits, woo, that gets you yeah. concerned. I don't remember what the game was. We were watching it last year when he got up. And we're like, oh, he's done for the game. And they're like, no, it's back. an ankle. And he brought him back. Yeah, oh, not yeah. cool, dude. So um, wow. hopefully Tua can't stay healthy because he is a dynamic young playmaker. But, Dave, let's go ahead and go into the draft here. They had to forfeit 
that first round draft pick because they hosted a certain Super Bowl winning quarterback on the party <laughs> boat. So they didn't get started till the second round. Yeah. And in the second round, it was cornerback Cam Smith. He was considered one of the best cover guys in the draft. And uh, also uh, after that, they bring in Devin uh, A. Chain at running back. And he was one of the fastest dudes. So they continue their theme of being the fastest team in the NFL with the speed at receiver that they have. This guy ran a 4-3-2-40. So blazing fast at him to the running back room. Yeah, dude, in the 2022 draft is still a TBD there. You mentioned Skylar Thompson. He got in. He just needs some, you know, I think more playing time to really um, get up to speed there. It's a, it's a tough situation for a rookie quarterback just to get thrown in the mix. But, Dave, where these guys really did business was this offseason uh, in free agency, and they brought over um, maybe one of the best at his position. Depends who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you ask him, there's no question. It is not a maybe. It is definitely Jalen Ramsey joins the squad. And like we said, the, the past defense was subject uh, there. But Vic Fangio, um, it, you know, the basically the defense they were running in um, in Los Angeles with the Rams is a variation uh, of the Fangio defense. So Ramsey is, uh, is going to fit in there and understand what his role is right mm-hmm. away because he really did. Uh, understand that uh, that defensive scheme quite a bit, which is a little complicated, uh, especially for the for the uh, DBs back there. But Ramsey, obviously, I mean, we expect him to continue to play at the elite level that he's playing at. And he goes uh, on the squad and uh, joins Xavier Howard back there in the back uh, as coverage guys. And it's going to be a pretty strong unit back there. No question. So they have to that it seems like automatically they've improved that group. Yeah, dude, and, uh, they stay with the 49ers East backfield, re-signing Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. When those guys are healthy, man, it's a dynamic one-two punch there. But they also, to address that to a situation, got some help on the offensive line. Yeah, they bring in uh, some solid guys uh, for the offensive line depth. Isaiah Wynn and uh, Cedric Agwehi, um, both tackles there, joining joining the group of offensive linemen to hopefully, again, we they've got to do everything they can to protect the quarterback. Yeah, and on the other side, 27th ring pass defense, Miami. Get that sorted out. They think they did that with Jalen Ramsey. It shall be interesting. All right, up next yep. is the Buffalo Bills, 13 and 3, first place division champs in the East. They beat those Dolphins 34 31 in the uh, first round of the playoffs. But then in the divisional round, they got smoked by the Bengals 27 to 10. I think Joe Mixon is still running on those cats, man. They could not stop the run at all against that depleted Cincy O-line. So, you know, they had to address that in the off season. But Sean McDermott coming back for another run with these bills. Yeah. And he actually got an extension in this off season. The other, uh, the other thing though, that is really uh, impactful for this defense is that, uh, Leslie Frazier, uh, defense coordinator, stepping away and taking a year off uh, from these guys. So it doesn't look like they have technically replaced him as, uh, you know, at the defensive coordinator position. So it'll be Sean McDermott. Of course, it was Sean McDermott's, uh, you know, job anyways, basically, as head coach slash defensive guy there. So uh, but yeah. That was that was their downfall in the snow there as they got frozen out oh. in a big way against uh, against the Bengals. But so they have to figure that out in this offseason. What did they do, Casey, in the first round? <laughs> yeah. They bring in Dalton Kincaid, more offense. I mean, who doesn't love a, a, a receiving tight end that's just going to light up 
the scoreboard. It's it, it's just an awesome uh, acquisition. Unleashing him on uh, on the NFL with this squad uh, is going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, dude, you go back and watch the tape of what Kincaid did to USC in those <laughs> games, and everybody knew what was happening. They couldn't uh, stop this dude. Uh, one of the most dynamic playmaking tight ends in the draft. I thought he might look good with the star on his helmet, but uh, the Bills jumped up there and grabbed him ahead of that. And then they also jumped up and grabbed another guy that could have been linked to the Cowboys in the offensive line, and Osiris Torrance. Yeah, and he was also mocked, I saw, to to the Bills in the first round. So uh, great value there getting um, the tight end, uh, you know, and like arguably jumping up there and stealing him and then, uh, and then still collecting an offensive lineman. You know, they have struggled a little bit to consistently run the football. So uh, to get a good offensive lineman, an interior guy like this with some strength, uh, that will probably uh, help, help um, the running game overall. So then there's other changes, of course, that they've made there as well. Yeah, and they uh, brought in a pretty good free agent class to go along with that 2022 uh, draft class that they brought in here to kind of, you know, round that out. Yeah, I mean, in the 22 uh, draft there, I mean, wow, Kair uh, Elam at, at corner, he he is definitely one of the better cover guys. And, of course, they got running back James Cook uh, at that point uh, as well, and he's going to be their lead back Um Though they did add Damian Harris at, nice. uh, to the running back group, who is, uh, I thought he was a, you know, I don't know why the Patriots moved on hip from him, but um, he, he could be a really solid between the tackles guy where James Cook gets a little more uh, in open space and you don't want Cook to take too much pounding. He's not that big of a dude. So you, you want to make share, share, share the rock a little bit and run and running back Damian Harris. Damian Harris is, is a really nice candidate to get a lot of carries. Yeah, dude, and the word out of OTAs and minicamp is that they love Naheem Hines in a full season with these guys. They're going to have him attack in a lot of ways, more than just special teams with those uh, big, exciting returns that he did. Uh, look for him right. to get involved in the passing game, too. But, Dave, they also re-signed some of their players, really trying to solidify that defense and keep some of the continuity. Yeah, bringing back uh, safety Jordan uh, Poyer uh, and edge rusher Shaq Lawson. Some of the dudes uh, restructured their contracts, Diggs and Allen uh, in particular, so that they could continue to sort of keep these names, uh, these guys that are strong, strong players in, in the core of this team uh, together, uh, like Poyer and Lawson. And they bring back uh, David Questenberry, too, on the, uh, on the offensive line. So um, they weren't able to keep everybody uh, as always is often the case when you're a team that's got a lot of talent. Uh, linebacker Tremaine Edwards, uh, Edmonds gets out the door, as well as uh, wide receiver uh, Isaiah McKenzie. So uh, they did uh, also move on from Devin Singletary, although I think they addressed that by bringing in Damian Harris. Yeah, and, um, you know, the the defensive, you know, Rousseau, Von Miller, hopefully he comes back healthy, Ed yeah. Oliver, um, A.J. Espineza. So, um, and they brought over they Boogie Basham, too. And Leonard Floyd uh, recently acquired right. as well, who who has who else also, also flourished in the Rams offense, which it was a, was variation of the, the Vic Fangio offense. So he'll be a plug and play guy too. Should get some productivity there. And we got to see if um, Allen and Diggs can work this out. I'm not sure where the truth lies. You know, there's one side <laughs> of each story, and then there's the third, right. it, which is the truth. So um, can't tell if he is happy. If that's a lot of smoke. 
or he's disgruntled. We shall find out and see how the season starts for those guys. Should be exciting. Oh, so many ways you can check out the football dudes. The Trend Zone, what you're listening to right now, available for free for subscription on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now on Amazon Music. Yeah, also like us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Football Dudes LA. Make sure you tag us across all those social media platforms. And we know that if you need a good dose of football, just head on over to footballdudes.com. That is going to do it for this episode of The Trend Zone. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football. For Dave, I'm Casey. We are out of here.